0: So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. (laughs) YOLO! 10... 9... and I ate a lot of ice cream, so forgive me. (laughs) But I'm out here because the young bucks of Kenny Omega decided to leave because I told them I don't respect them. Oh, come on, they're cute. They're good guys, I guess. I don't know. But folks, there's been a lot of things going on that I don't like, that I don't agree with. Especially a certain somebody that's supposed to be my homeboy, who's a little mad that, you know, maybe he's a little mad, I don't know, that I'm teaming up with, you know, the Bucks, who I don't like or respect. But you guys have to understand, I can't stand Claudio Castagnoli at all. Me and John have a problem, cause me and... All oh, the Blackpool Combat Club. Let's see Moxley. I don't see the rest of them. I think Moxley, Moxley may be out here by himself. Well, there's a long history with these two men, oh, friendship, yeah. you know, what we but we've seen some tensions. But even longer history of hatred between Eddie Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli, dating back more than than. A decade, well over a decade is now Kingston and Moxley eye-to-eye. You know how this goes. If they stand behind you, protect them. If they stand beside you, respect them. If they stand against you, destroy them. You're drawing a line at Forbidden Door.
1: You, right, drew no, the no, you drew the
0: line! No, You drew the line the minute you started teaming up with that scumbag! You drew that line! Not me! I love you, you're my brother! You decided to do that! Not me! Every time what? Every time what, John? Say it! Say it! Every time what, John? Say it! Boy, this is. This- Dropped it serious right here in Eddie's eyes. You know what, if you ain't gonna say it, I ain't got time for this. Ladies and gentlemen, the fifth man is Ishii. <laughs> what? Wow. The Stone Pitbull, Tomohiro Ishii. The fifth man for the Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page and Eddie Kingston. And, oh, look at this! The Blackpool Combat Club swarming Kingston as Moxley! And, and Danielson now in there with, with Tomohiro, Ishii! Ishii and K- in Kingston, they've gone to war with one another! And they Claudio, are, going, I'm sorry, going right after Eddie! And now Wheeler Yuta, with Ishii isolated inside the ring, is, is Claudio Casignoli! He's not coming out! You know what? If he's not gonna come out, I'm gonna stomp Ishii's face in. Oh boy, he's not joking. Dance to stop playing. Oh, everything they do. Listen to this. Those coin drops can mean only one thing. It's the rainmaker, Katsutoshi Okada. Oh brother, look at this face off here. We only have to wait till Sunday, the main event, live from Toronto on pay-per-view, Forbidden Door, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, a dream match for the ages. Cannot wait for this to happen. The fans are standing everywhere. Oh. Look at Wheeler Yuta from behind. A cheap shot from behind. Hey, he's he's doing the right thing. He's watching Danielson's back. I don't blame Yuta, but I'm looking forward to seeing Okada and Danielson have at it this Sunday. But right now, I think they're fixing to the wear down, Okada. They're going to be watching his back on Sunday as well. The Danielson lining him up for the Boussaito and it connects on Yuta. Oh boy, oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Brace Danielson. Something. Rainmaker, no! Not so fast, my man. Uh-uh. That Rainmaker has made history. In New Japan Pro Wrestling, that ripcord lariat has made Kazuchika Okada one of the biggest stars of all time in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And now, Bryan Danielson oh my at God. ringside, you're just gonna eat it. He's gonna get it. connects. Look at the face of Danielson. This Sunday, the Scotiabank Arena in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Forbidden Door, the main event, Wyatt Danielson, Kazuchka, Okada.
1: Uh, sorry for the abrupt, uh, mix there, but, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm starting out with this whole, uh, you know, this whole, this whole computerized everything. So, um, well, welcome to, uh, to Wednesday night. It's, uh, it's your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast about AEW Dynamite. Um, yes, folks, it is time for the Wednesday night skirmish brought to you by the P W C. Now, who is the P W C? Well, first of all, that's me. I'm Christopher Ams, that's A-M-B-S, like lambs with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, if you ever forget how to spell my name, I'll just remind you at the start of every show I ever do, ever, ever, ever. (sighs) Joining me tonight is my unquestionably questionable co-host with the most always bringing the boom, he's the gardener of doom, the one and only Jeff Slitman. Jeff, how the hell are you today?
2: I am crazy, man. I think that everybody who's ever been on the PWC needs to run in tonight so they can feel like those first two matches.
1: Three matches. The first three matches, Jeff. It was three matches of just Ooh. nothing but way too many fucking people in the ring. It's just, just crazy, crazy nonsense. Um, huh. <laughs> I do love Before...
2: that Pizza Time song because that's the only pizza I'm allowed to have during the week.
1: Oh, well, why aren't you allowed to have pizza, Jeff? it's like part of my diet. I,
2: I like eat like fish and chicken during the week and then on the weekend I can do whatever I
1: want. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's pretty good. I know, uh, I know recently I've been trying to, uh, I've been working on, uh, uh, well, a job opportunity that has required me to get my A1C down below nine. Um, and I got a phone call from <clears throat> from my doctor the other day saying that it was at eight so he's gonna go ahead and send that letter to my hopefully future employer the government of canada Nice. Um, yeah uh so that should be good that should be a lot of fun um anyway we're gonna go ahead and say hello to the people who are already in the chat we have uh chris Winkler. oh i can just show it by clicking on it i love that um, he says, do you know when William Regal is able to be back on TV, he would be great in any capacity from a GM valet to a real Blackpool Combat Club leading his son in a faction. Um, please know anything to do with his son. But him as a GM? Yes, please.
2: And TV is exactly one year from the day he
1: signed the WWE. Okay. Oh, good. Also, Chris Winland has this to say. Anyone know when Eddie Kingston is expected to be due for giving birth?
2: (laughs) I do. Ah! We're in the same maternity ward. He's exactly three weeks before me. Uh, And, Chris, don't you have, like, caucusing to do or something? Aren't you supposed to determine the fate of the United States out there in Iowa?
1: Oh, probably. Uh, I don't know how I would do that or why I would do that. Not you, Uh, but
2: Chris Chris Swinland. He's from Iowa
1: oh i see well he's from an important battleground state then isn't he
2: yes he's he's what you would consider living in tropical canada
1: oh okay i get it that's cool um yeah he looked like crap today all right also joining us already is the comment king himself todd brantley todd hey welcome yo. to oh hey yo let's see here what's he got to say comment king and points leader of the HMG Pickham is here oh are you leading no. in points congratulations I said Jew I'm sorry Jeff um <laughs> Chris Winland also says Wisconsin Jeff so he's from Wisconsin
2: oh well that's like semi-tropical
1: Canada all right he's not important he's from Wisconsin just kidding um no, but seriously, we, we consider most of like the northern states to just be like sort of southern Canada anyway, because most of the northern states have very similar like, um, I don't know, they have very similar like interests to Canadians, you know, like when we when we were looking in the states for people who are going to like enjoy um, hockey, it's usually people from the northern U.S. states, like people in New York, you know, but it's generally like northern New York. Um, you know what they call upstate New York, uh-huh. uh, who, who are into hockey. Yeah, um,
2: you, got, you got city people, there, there's Rangers and Islanders, but yeah, it, it's hockey is mostly it's like your Bostons, your Phillies, your Pittsburghs, your Detroit, Chicago. Yeah, I, mean,
1: I love how you said that, Detroit. Uh, yes, because it is of three rivers, Detroit mm-hmm. River. Um, anyway. and it's French. Yeah, a little bit of... Uh,
2: discovered by Cadillac. Oh,
1: well.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, discovered for the French by Cadillac. Or claimed to be discovered by the French for Cadillac. Certainly yeah. not discovered since there were already people there. And, yeah. probably, and people before them, and probably people before them. And likely people before them.
1: Yeah, right. So, yeah. Discovered. Great word. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Hey, before we get into the show, um, Jeff... Yeah, let's have a conversation about collisions numbers. Um, they were better than uh, than we had originally been reported to about. Um, the yeah. original reporting was that it was going to be a little over six hundred thousand, and the uh, actual number here is eight sixteen. Is that is that right? Still
2: yeah, that, it, it still is though. I guess it's subject to change. Yeah, the original source uh, was a guy who always posts the fast nationals. He apparently rel- relied on something called the Wrestling Blog, uh, who did later delete their post. So so did the other person as well. Uh, but somebody, thank goodness, took a screenshot of it, so that everyone in the world who was calling people liars for for just reporting or repeating what they had seen um, could show that there was an original source that's as at least as the title of a wrestling journalist. Uh, But yeah, the the numbers were 816. And listen, I, you know, we, you and I both enjoyed the show. You and I were both rooting for it. You and I both, uh, well, my predictions were that I thought they would crack 700. I thought 725 and I thought that would be good. And that, you know, anything over 675 would be a win. Who knows what they settle down to or or up to um, because good shows do grow. It's harder on the weekends, but not impossible. And I, I think the number kicks ass, uh, the demo, which, you know, I dispute that it means a damn thing, but the demo was 0.33. For, so for those people think the demo matters, uh, that was a good demo. That's, uh, on the higher range of a dynamite and certainly, you know, like three times what rampage is getting.
1: Right. And also if you see the breakdown of like segment by segment, they didn't lose a lot of viewers either throughout the night. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very much like an up and down kind of graph. Whereas the last number of dynamites, it's been sort of progressive, lower, lower, and then a huge dip for the last hour um, for the last number of dynamites. So that's, this, this, that's this also like good a, news. Yeah,
2: this was like a shallow W. It was actually uh, the, yeah. the last quarter was actually the, the, the best quarter, which was which is great. I mean, that, that's, that's what you see with SmackDown when Roman Reigns is on. You're, you're exactly right, though. Dynamite—you see a precipitous drop. It's like a cliff. It's like wily Coyote, you know, should be falling
1: over <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But um, you know, as professional wrestling fans, I mean, I, I sent out a tweet when we, you know, with the first number that was just a little over six hundred thousand, and I said, listen, even if it's only six hundred thousand people, um, I still have faith in in that product. Like, if they keep running it like that. It is going to grow. Like the and and I really think that, you know, eight sixteen is a great number for an opening night. And I think that they really do have the they really do have the possibility of growing that show because how many people watch that show? I mean, I mean, listen, you you and I both spend a little bit of time on Twitter. How many people have been saying, Oh, that show sucked? I'm never gonna watch that again.
2: Uh I haven't seen a few. I've seen a few that are always anti AEW, which people accuse me of uh you know saying more of the same same kind of show and i'm like you can't tell me that that the same team that books dynamite book collision and and if there was ever a better example of that it was go back and watch collision again and then watch just the first half hour 40 minutes of dynamite and tell me that that Aside from the ownership that there that there's anything in common other than a couple of the, the same people Even the use of some of the same people was bizarrely different It's like th- this this I mean Benny Hill would have told these people tonight to use an editor
1: Yeah, hey everybody Benny Hill's going okay calm down with the run-ins guys um, <laughs> Yeah, not great um, All right, hey, we, we have some news of our own um, Talking about numbers, we, we've crossed over 15,000 downloads 15,000 downloads? Yeah. That's so freaking cool. Yeah, since we've been tracking.
2: And from 5 to 10 was quick, and from 10 was to 15 was quicker, which is what you want to see.
1: Yeah, we're kicking ass. Uh, it's pretty cool, you know, for something that me and Jimmy started three and a half years ago. And that, you know, Jeff became uh, an equal partner in, um, what, a year and a half, two years ago now? yeah something something around them yeah i mean it's it's been it's been a hell of a ride and uh we're we're really thankful for everybody um who's been liking and sharing and and telling people about us and being on here and and being part of the conversations and everything um so thank you thank you to everybody um let's see here we've got another person in the chat homeboy 88 asks where is jimmy (laughs) ask him you know what He's soaking.
2: That's right. He's he's getting soaked. Just stay stay tuned, homeboy. Don't go anywhere. But you know what? That question was good. I'm promoting you up, up to Homeboy86. You're working your way back. <laughs>
1: there you go. There you go. All he right. Was on his show this,
2: actually, Jimmy and I were on his show this week. Jimmy Jimmy uh, podcast bombed the Ask Dr. Jeff Show which I didn't know was a regular thing on the Homeboy uh, eighty eight show, or well, now Homeboy eighty six. Um, but uh, but yeah, apparently it is. So yeah!
1: ooh, look at you uh,
2: already enjoying the new toys.
1: Yeah, although, although that, that wasn't me. I'm pretty sure that was Jimmy, who I uh, think is just controlling things from the background right now. Uh,
2: <laughs> Oz over the Oz, great and powerful.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. Let's um, oh, <laughs> okay. Well. Let's see here. Uh, speaking of CM Punk and Collision, uh, thoughts on CM Punk's promo after Collision went off the air? Todd, I haven't heard it. Um, I I don't know anything about this. Jeff, have you heard anything about a promo after air? Um, the
2: only thing I heard about after air is that he put up a sign that said, support LBQT uh, youth." rights or, or children's something like that and My comment on it is I don't go to wrestling to hear about wrestlers political opinions Uh One way or another I yeah, yep. I go to wrestling or watch wrestling not to and it wasn't on the air if I was in the show You know what? You know, but we know that punk feels that way so swell, but uh you know, I I think I think that a lot of people are trying to oversimplify that issue on both sides of the equation, and then in the vast middle, every poll shows that you know that there that you know people sort of agree on like most shit. But anyway, I don't think that this. I don't think anyone's coming to the skirmish to hear my opinions on that nor do i want to talk about them uh jimmy you're raising your finger yes yes I, yes i heard
3: you mentioned the cm punk promo as a matter of fact if you guys want to check that out it's actually at the end of our wreckage show the the pwc one on the download if you check it out at the very end i actually added that and yes he was talking about the lbgdqabc whatever the fuck it is and trans. But can I just so say the one thing?
2: Trans. The, the right,
3: I, I just want to say I'm I'm down with the trans. Actually, I saw your post, Chris. I think it was you. I'm pretty sure. where's what does trans not have? Like, what rights don't they have? Was it you that well,
1: wrote that? Yeah. So yeah. the question that I had, and it's not meant to dunk on anybody at all. No, no, no. I, but I, it's true I'm, though. I'm, I'm legitimately. I legitimately want to know what the answer to this question is because I've seen lots of people say like support, you know, uh trans writer, human trans rights or human rights and et cetera, et cetera. I haven't seen any situation in the West. Like, I mean, obviously the Middle East is a completely different subject. I'm not even opening up that can of worms right now, but in the West, I haven't seen anywhere, like anywhere that trans people don't have human rights. Like, Right, they're treated as human beings. I've I, I haven't seen anywhere where trans people are not allowed to get married. They're not allowed to uh, run companies. I haven't seen anywhere where trans people aren't allowed to adopt children. I haven't seen anything like that written into law in any Western country. So I just I'm just I just put it out there in a tweet. Just does anybody know like exactly what rights are they not being given because. I don't, I don't understand what they're asking for.
2: Yeah, as far as I know, and I, and and listen, I might be wrong, and I, I don't, and I don't even want to go past these two spheres. But as far as I know, the two battlegrounds are in sports for postpubescent boys who transition into women participating in women's sports, which I think most people are against because it's just not fair. Um, and then I think the other is whether or not children against their parents wishes can demand medical treatment but i think also on the other side i do think there's also states that are trying to prevent children with their parents consent from getting certain treatments so i i said two there's three i think those are the 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 three different sub-issues and i also think that the latter two are the are the ones that are a big deal but uh, you know
3: uh can i chime so, in on this before so what we continue
1: so human right is is being denied to them i don't understand i, I still children don't understand part, what the, like the, the children they are human, ridiculous they're, they're human beings and i i wouldn't wish that they wouldn't be treated like human beings i want them to be treated with every bit of with every bit of you know legal you know i want them to have every legal right that every other human being has I I mean, they're human beings. But do you
3: agree with the children aspect of it? I think it's ridiculous that all these wrestlers are putting up signs, Mm -hmm. right? Holding up signs saying that children have the right to fucking be trans. I'm sorry, but I don't agree with that.
1: I I think that when it comes to really big topics like that, I think that, you know, there's a reason why we have age limits for certain things. You know, we don't let people drive until they're 16. We don't let people... um, we don't let people vote until they're 18 or or we don't let people vote until they're 18. We don't let people drink until they're 21. We don't let them join the army until they're 18. Um, There are certain decisions that people just should be adults or something approaching adults before before they're legally allowed to make them. And I think that that's probably I think that that's probably where most people fall on this issue and I happen to think it's also the right place to fall on the issue. And I mean yeah, I just think I think that people, when they become adults, they can make whatever choice they want. But until you're an adult, I think that sometimes we do have to protect children. I think mm-hmm. the so reason children
2: can't even cons- can't even demand medical treatment without their parents' consent for anything. They can't they can't yeah. get Tylenol at the nurse's office without their parents' consent. They can't get anything. There's there's only two situations that in most states that are allowed. Those two situations are emergency room treatment, where it's exigent, life-sustaining, or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the emergency room, you know, or EMTs decide it's essential or critical. The other is, in some states, abortion. And even, you know, that one I'm queasy about, but I will accept the theory that if 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 you are um, underage and you have a child inside you, that for the purposes of that, you're quasi-adult. And I don't even want to go further into that than that, but... Uh, but you don't have to you have to look for comparisons you can just go to medical treatment to to see that it's not generally allowed but yeah i i think the thing is if you go it's up to the promotions that wouldn't happen at a wwe show for better or worse that's not going to happen at an nfl game either that's not going to happen at an nba game they may support pride but they're not going to hold up signs saying. Support trans youth or or don't support trans youth either. It, it's it's not going to happen because they're they're going to be limited in it. And I think if you're going to a, a lesser controlled venue like an AEW show, you have to know what's going to happen. So if you're parents and and you don't want your your kids to be exposed to it, then maybe you don't take them to an AEW show. If you do, then do. Uh, I mean, I you know. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. To that I, I just think it's the wrong forum. Period. I mean, those are those are yeah. discussions that should be. I think. I think,
1: I, I, yeah. I think you're right, and I think that that's that's the opinion of most people watching these shows. It's like even people who have very strong opinions of, of, on these subjects. And listen, guys, like we're not the kind of people who are who, who people are coming to for you know gigantic earth shattering political opinions or anything. You know, this is not the Daily Wire. It's the PwC. <laughs> but yeah. you know, like. As far as but as far as this goes, it's like you know, um, homeboy here says, um, "I'm so sick of this topic." Right. So am I, but it keeps being brought up, and this was brought up on a wrestling show, so that's why we're talking about it.
2: Well, PWC does st- stands for a, a Politics with Cunts.
3: So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it, it
3: is. It's ridiculous, man. That's why the Benny Hill music's playing in the background because. The kid thing shouldn't even be a thing. Period. It it sort of pisses me off. And this is my opinion, not anyone else's. Just so we get this clear, right? You know, you should take this
2: shoe off and bang
3: it on your microphone while you're saying this. I should. Yeah. I I damn should. But no, really, the fact that they even hold up signs saying that kids have got a right to be trans. I'm sorry, but they don't have a clue who the fuck they are yet let alone that they're sure to be trans. Oh, I'm a girl, really, or I'm a guy. Come on now.
1: No, and there's mean, actually a lot of studies right now, a lot of studies that suggest that most people who consider themselves to be trans as children will eventually grow very comfortable with the, their assigned sex. Like, Really? With- with their natural sex and they will become gay or lesbian adults. So, and they'll be perfectly happy being gay or lesbian adults. And so that's actually an argument that I've seen too, within the gay and lesbian community, that maybe some of this stuff with the transgenderism is actually taking people away from the gay and lesbian community in the future, which, you know, is kind of frightening for people who are in that community. So it's a, it's a really, really interesting thing. Um, but, I kind of want to be done talking about this, to be honest yeah, with you yeah, guys. Yeah. Let's um, just move on. <laughs> motion powers. Yeah, yeah. Um, heat, we we uh, uh,
2: controversial issues, Jeff Hardy's taking a hiatus. Is it because he's not allowed in Canada for legal issues? Or do you think maybe he's fallen off the whack?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. It's because he's not allowed in Canada. 100%. 100%. I don't sure.
1: know. They, yeah. got, they got Jimmy and Jay in but, some fucking But hell. that's true, too.
3: But the thing is, the difference between Jeff and them, first of all, Jeff got raided by the FBI, literally and spend a bit of time in jail believe it or not so awesome. yeah where's where's the usos never had any sort of jail term you know what i mean but then uh, again he was allowed in australia though jeff hardy so i don't understand that and we're strict
1: yeah no canada too um
3: so off the wagon is is uh, back maybe, on the table isn't it <laughs> maybe maybe
1: maybe what was that comment chris Good chance. Good chance. Um, That was from Chris Winland, who said, Outside the box, but when are the two of you going to do another Garden of Doom? The Atlantis shows were great. They really were. were.
2: Well, I'm going to be doing the Garden of Doom tomorrow and and over the weekend, because I'm on Garden of Doom pretty much every week. Um, (laughs) However... Uh, Jimmy actually is on A Guard in the Doom, a oh. mythology show that he's we not did about live, me. and he has it somewhere <laughs> lost in his archives, which is a shame, because you'd actually see how much he knows about his own culture and his knowledge is extensive. Um, so it really is Thanks. a loss to all of us, <laughs> especially me. Um, as far he, as when is Chris going to be on again? I mean, we we have discussed topics, uh, and there's a couple that he's very interested in, and you know, and so... When he's ready, then you know, then we'll schedule. I'm, I'm actually booked almost completely, not entirely completely, but almost completely, in through into November. Um, so you know, there's obviously no rush. But listen, Chris will be on again, and the pressure is going to be on once I have other guests who have. Who have made their sixth appearance there's there's a few the four or five that are catching up to him and and once there's another sixth I, you know i'm sure he'll be knocking on my door ready so that he can be the the lucky seven he can be well it's guard i'm doomed, so he's going to be our our pleiades winner
3: yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> and, uh, i just want to bring up i don't know if you've seen this chris but what todd said in the chat he says and i know it's still that subject but i just want to put it out there my sister's a lesbian and i love and support her unconditionally that's you man absolutely it's awesome absolutely awesome, awesome. and he also apologizes for bringing it up <laughs> it's all good oh don't, You're don't the apologize king. But, don't apologize uh, right is,
1: it was a, it was a you know this was something that people were talking about on wrestling twitter anyway this is a subject that was being brought up and of course you know we live in the west right now that's so completely divided it it became nothing but you know it degenerated into nothing but name calling and everybody's angry at everybody for every single opinion that they have and brody king was cursing at dutch mantel and dutch mantel is like 70 years old so he was
3: Uh oh well did chris freeze i don't yeah i guess he
1: did
2: it's cold in canada (laughs)
3: <laughs> I guess it is cold in Canada. Um,
1: oh, right. There oh, he is. There, there he is. He's back. My goodness. Uh, you the you Canadian government
2: Dutch is 70 years old. That's all right, the All right. The
1: Canadian that. government is trying to shut me down so that I can't make anything <laughs> uncomfortable for it.
3: It should do, damn it. I actually, Attica.
1: what's Canadian Attica? Attica.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Attica. <laughs>
3: Utica oh fucking jeff no utica's in new uh, york um <clears throat>
1: yeah, that's
3: true yeah. there was something right. i was meant to say and that totally threw me off and there was something to do oh yeah chris do you do you actually believe i know this is the wrong place wrong time but i just wanted to ask you this because i never have do you think chudeau is related to castro or do you think that's all hoopla <laughs>
1: <laughs> um I don't know. I, I think when you put a picture of him next to Fidel Castro and a picture of him next to his father, it looks a <laughs> lot more like Castro than it does Pierre Elliott Trudeau. So you think I, there's just... something to that then? <laughs> listen, his mom was famously um What a slut? slut. Really? Um, I was just saying that as a joke. No, listen her own wow.
3: personal book <laughs> These going like this in the background as her you own personal
1: that. book describes her having like multiple sexual escapades while wow. she was married to the prime minister of canada and wow. they made a number of trips to cuba as a family so i mean oh
3: oh wow
1: it, well like, i'm not saying it's true i'm just saying like, <laughs> well. i understand why people suggest it's it it's not necessarily not true yeah
3: well wow, where they smoke this fire now i'm starting to lean towards that actually i mean that's interesting i didn't know she was a it
1: was, <laughs> was a slag as they say. <laughs> i
3: love that word slag um, is the listen, most worst thing you could call a shame bitch. on the pwc we slot in courage that's, that's true. true that's, that's true. actually very true i don't Great. judge we don't judge no i mean hang on a second if you want to be we, a slag you can be a slag we, we judge positive <laughs> that's That's it slag is just an awful word oh Oh, there we go that's not even me this time just quietly Jeff so I know speaking of slags (laughs) where is that slag actually I shouldn't be saying that Fuck.
1: she's apparently coming back she said she she said she was going to see everybody Saturday so
3: oh really it's one of those things okay but definitely not a
2: forbidden door (laughs) (laughs)
3: i think her doors have been uh opened up a long time ago nothing's forbidden nothing's off limits (laughs) not with (laughs) Soraya.
1: all right uh we got a good we got a good comment here we'll talk about it when we get to it in the show but uh sir jam here who by the way welcome sir jam says uh i don't know why taya gets a pass from people yeah her character is okay but then the bell rings and she's the shits in my opinion whoa 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 uh
2: Never got a pass from me. I've been saying that it looks like she's wrestling in water and quicksand since the beginning, and everyone else has been telling me. And I said, I, "Listen, I said she's fat," and everyone else is telling me, "No, she's not fat. She's the right size for her. She moves great."
3: Well, Sir Jam, we'll, I said we'll, she's a chunky monkey just quality too.
2: We'll, we'll get we'll get to we'll get to tie in about an hour and a half because we have plenty of material before before we get to that gem of a match. That let me tell you, but let me give you a, a teaser. By the time we got to this match, it was a one-on-one match between two women who people tell me can wrestle, and I was actually looking forward to this match in hopes it would actually be just a regular wrestling match. And it almost sort of, kind of was, but it wasn't. Guys, yeah. can we
3: can we also talk about one thing before we get into dynamite proper? Why the fuck mm-hmm. not? Collision ratings. We did. We talked about that. Oh right. damn it! All right, doesn't matter. Yeah. But if you, uh, but but feel free, give your two cents. No, I'm just saying. I think that's a failure, in my opinion. Oh, really, we, we both thought it was a good number. What, what yeah, eight, eight sixteen
1: is pretty good. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. bu- it's just under dynamite, and for a Saturday show that got as much positive publicity as it did within the wrestling sphere, um I think up is the direction for that show. I, yeah, I, I think they're so. going to. It was I number said, three
2: in the night. It was behind baseball and America's Got talents.
3: That's okay. It. Yeah,
1: Interesting. and I mean, I I said on my I, like I I had a tweet where I because originally it was reported that it was a little over six hundred thousand, and I said even though six hundred thousand is kind of low, um, and that, that would have been, been bad. That would have yeah. been bad. That would have been a bad number. But yeah, even I, been. but I said even if it is six hundred thousand, it's still encouraging, and I still think within six months, if they keep booking that show the way they did, they'll be beating dynamite, I, and. Oh, well, I,
3: but and right through?
1: now, given that Sorry. and right now, given that it was only eight hundred and sixty, given that it was already eight sixteen, like I strongly stand behind that comment. Six months tops. Anyway, Jimmy, what did you think about about six eighteen being the number? Well, if it was six
3: eighteen, it, yeah, 816. it's eight sixteen, right? If it was six uh, sixteen, whatever it was, uh, that would have been bad. Look, I, I thought it was a little bit underwhelming, in my opinion, only because everyone says Punk is a huge draw, right? But is he truly a huge draw? I mean, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe his time has gone passé. Shall I say? You know what I mean? And I'm a fan of Punk. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a fan of his beliefs, right? But I'm a fan of his because he's very left with the way he thinks. You know what I'm saying? Extremely left. Yeah, you know, he think.
2: You're a fan and, of his as a wrestler. We understand. But
3: as a wrestler, I'm a fan of his. You know what I mean? I, I love what he brings. But like Jeff said, right, uh, in previous shows. He looks like shit, really. He, he hasn't taken he, care of himself at all. Look at his missus, dude. She he's looks much soft. better than him. Soft. Yeah. Absolutely soft. He needs to hit the gym a little bit, man. Come on, Phil. God damn it.
2: Yeah. Well, they've been selling tickets to those Canada shows. I mean, the you know, I know the Hamilton one is still under two thousand, but it was under one thousand. That's yeah. You know, well, the Air Canada Center
3: show is just about sold out, which is great. Yeah. For the, the Collision, Toronto that is. The
2: show they sold, they went from about eighteen hundred tickets to forty five hundred tickets. So, is he a draw? It seems. I mean, he's he, he's moving tickets, and or did the show move tickets because it was a good show? Either way, I I I don't know. Saturday night is a tough night, and We'll find out going forward how much of a draw he was. But in his first run in, in AW, he was in a, an enormous spike. But after everything settled in, he was a net ad of about 150,000 viewers permanently. I mean, that, that was that was his permanent ad to, to you know, so, uh, you know, and even when they were shrinking, you could reasonably assume that if they were shrinking, they would have been shrinking, you know, minus 150,000 more.
1: Uh you know with and, and keep in mind too that that was happy punk that that was that was boring as a face you know <laughs> happy to be here True. cm punk like that was phil brooks more than it was cm punk um, oh, cool. so Sorry, I, <laughs> I i think that <laughs> I, I really i really think that cm punk like as this anti-hero character like i think that's where the money is with cm punk and i think that again like like judging by how twitter reacted that show and how they're definitely reacting tonight to this show um, you see that when you have CM Punk and you have somebody who realizes how to book properly you can get something out of him you can really get something out of him or you can get a shitty run-in that's one of 1800 run-ins on a TV show and then also maybe for a couple of seconds you get to hear Cult of Personality
3: Hmm. sorry Chris continue on about Taya because like Jam wanted you to talk oh, about we'll Taya. there we exactly. should probably start covering the show and stuff. yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. Just,
1: we're gonna get into the show and we'll we'll talk about Taya. we'll talk about Taya and the you know well when her match shows oh, up yeah, that's um true. anyway we start off with a tag match that will answer the age-old question of mankind and that is who is the best brother tag team in aew i mean this is You know jeff you run the garden of doom i'm sure that you've i'm sure that you've had people on trying to answer this 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 age-old human question you know who actually is the best brother tag team in aew because they they really they want us to really care about who the best brother tag team in aew is and i think
2: well i got breaking news the acclaim (laughs) just came in and they said we we got the guns and the hardies hanging around they say they're the best brother teams, but there's not a black guy around. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Platinum
3: Max. Wait a minute. That deserves uh, one of these ones. Oh, well, it's not even playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the hell, man? God damn it. There, go. there we go. <laughs> God. God damn it yeah you're correct and the garam
2: duma comes up all the time and and you know we talk about the sidell brothers and uh top flight and you know uh the lucha brothers and the bambino brothers and you know others the box yeah <laughs> uh... <laughs> 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 I, 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 I love this was car, Is he sets that up every Plus, I mean, listen, the Acclaimed have used, I mean, that theirs is better, but they've used the exact similar sentiment in their raps before with House of Black and then The, the Dark Order.
3: Yeah, can I just say Todd Brantley is well and truly the comic king and he's the, one of the best dudes, period, man. I, I love how he's... He doesn't take shit serious, man. He gets it, you know what I'm saying? No, we we like, love you, Todd. Keep period, you, bro. one of the best dudes. I mean, Absolutely. Stuff,
2: when they're on their period, they're just so moody and he's just not
1: (laughs) i i know i know we said we were getting off this this topic but i refuse to accept that any dude has a period um so anyway the hardys versus the guns this is an actual match uh it was fine i'm not gonna do a blow by blow on this match though because it was just kind of whatever the story was really about the post match after the guns get the win so first of all the bullet club gold who were at ringside were smiling and happy that the that the guns got the win they jumped in and they uh they jumped the hardies ricky stark th- ricky starks of course thinks that four on one is a good idea so he comes down uh sans music and gets beaten up ftr run down to make the save also sans music but the numbers are still not in the face's favor so punk hits the ring and the heels powder out before punk says he'll see them saturday now hit my music um there's a Hardy's post match and nobody's music needed to be played till the end. Jimmy?
3: <laughs> what can I say about that? I have no idea why that happened.
2: Yeah. And the Hardys just decided to peace out. They're the ones being attacked and and because they wanted to be four on four, the Hardys were unable to compete for that. I know that you said the match was okay. I I dispute that. It probably No, I better... didn't. I said it was
1: whatever. I said oh, okay. it was whatever. Yeah.
2: All right, sorry. Uh yeah, they, I mean, like, it was clumsy, and the guns really oversold it, but, like, in a comedic way, uh, and I don't know. I mean, there was some clever parts. The, the guns do some clever things in, in the ring. There's no dispute about that. But, but Jeff Hardy, he actually surprised me a couple times but with, with being okay, but most of the time, I mean, he, he just looks
3: like he's about to Lost. fall down. Yeah, he can looks like he's lost. A yeah, no, and, he does. Do you think he's high again? He yes. looks high. He there looks was high. was one
2: time when he pointed to the guy and he goes, go over there. So the guy goes in the corner <laughs> and then he you know, runs into him. I, I
3: mean, this is. Uh, this yeah, I feel this. for him, man. I feel for him. But enu- excu- enough excuses, man. This guy needs to take some. Uh, what's the word? Accountability. Uh, accountability. There we go. Sorry. I don't know why I went blank. Well, I was going to say these?
1: methadone. But yeah, okay. <laughs> you can take that too. <laughs>
3: think well assuming he's on heroin though actually uh, house arrest Chris no (laughs) No, because methadone is not meth just in case anyone thinks that it's actually the drug that heroin addicts take right yeah well yeah people get addicted to that as a matter of fact I know they do you know what I mean so I don't know what drugs I know he's a soma guy you know for years that's true so he loves his downers maybe he's on heroin but uh yeah man Uh he needs to like get some real help someone needs to like what's that show dude where they um intervention get the intervention there we go someone needs to legitimately do an intervention on jeff hardy man For how do they different
1: they probably yeah jeff hardy has probably had 17 interventions at this point you think I mean, so
3: well his wife is still with him well, i mean yeah. not well yeah. i'm just money saying like, yeah well i'm saying because intervention technically it's supposed to be an intervention right like it's either you pick us or or the drugs yeah but right? when
1: you're rich and famous there's no real interventions Jimmy. it's well, just yeah, like that's it's just that's like true there's true. a thing called hollywood sober right or california sober <laughs> which just means that like you don't do too much heroin you you only do heroin like every other weekend or whatever and you're california sober like like <laughs> This is the lifestyle of the rich and the famous is a bunch of bullshit, Jimmy. Like, and then, yo, and then one point, day you man.
2: die, and everyone pretends to be surprised.
1: Yeah, what a tragedy! <laughs> well, it's a, it's a real, it's a tragedy that this person who's always doing drugs died of a drug overdose. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm not kidding. Kidding, but he looks lost and they even made reference that last week. He sort of uh, lost his footing on the turnbuckle and, that, and it looks like he's shaken off the ring rust. And I think Shivani says, sure did Taz. Um, but you know, listen, even if he's not, he's, he's 44, 45 and his body is all beaten to hell. And you know, and he had nine or 10 months off and that's not easy. I mean, punk has the same thing. It's no accident. He went from a six man match to a schmaz to a, to going in an eight man match. And you know, and Christian Cage only wrestled one match since his injury. Um, and that was a short one. So uh, And he you know, wore a shirt. And he
3: wore
1: a turtleneck, which was I mean that part was awesome though. Yeah, I mean that was that was on purpose for sure. That Actually, was like... guys,
3: speaking of turtlenecks, did you guys check out what WB posted with Christian, Edge, and John Cena? Anyone? Yeah. Oh man, this is great. You guys gotta check it out. Basically, it was like what if Christian was born in a different universe, say like in another time, where John Cena is the Christian with Edge and Christian, <laughs> and they do all these like videos of Cena being like Christian and Edge being Edge, right? But they love each other, right? And but Christian is sitting there watching it, and he's like, "What the fuck is? It? What is this? That's that's me. That, that shouldn't be Cena. Like you got to check it out, man. It's WWE legitly posted that, which I found surprising." considering he's in AEW, but it just shows that he's still in good graces and whoever uh like approved that that video well, i'm surprised it's coming because to... coming up pretty soon there, there may be other reasons why
2: christian's not wrestling for AEW right now oh well there you Fingers go crossed.
1: um i've Fingers always crossed. thought that edge and christian are like one of the most entertaining tag teams and i mean in the history of professional wrestling oh, they are hugely right entertaining down. i mean if you're if you're if you're a professional wrestler and you're not watching, you know, the backstage stuff from Edge and Christian uh, during the Attitude Era, you're doing yourself a huge disservice because those guys got over before doing anything in the ring. You you loved or hated those guys based purely on their ridiculousness. I mean, they totally reeked of awesomeness at one
3: point <laughs> in
1: WWE. And I mean, really. Just fantastic in terms of the segments because those guys could get more out of a 30 second segment backstage than just about anyone I've ever seen in pro wrestling. Really, we
3: so need a kazoo for this show.
1: We do need a kazoo. Why don't we um, Does anyone know what oh, yeah. building
2: that was in Chicago that they claim was sold out, even though I saw lots of empty seats
3: with dynamite? You're talking about,
2: yeah, it was in Chicago, but it wasn't the United Center, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the uh, Arnest Center uh,
3: the or something, yeah, I, some shit like that. It's the third arena of Chicago. It wasn't even um, what's this little one that we go to all the time? The All-state arena. isn't is it that? There's one in Hoffman
2: Hills Hoffman Hills Estates, which I think is the All-state arena right and it wasn't the United United Center which
3: is downtown. I think it was the Sears Center technically wasn't it originally this place? I don't think anything is Sears anymore. the Sears Tower That's what I'm is saying not the Sears Tower anymore No, I know, but it used to be called the Sears Center, but whatever the name is now it, yeah, whatever it's the third building.
2: Listen, I'm not I'm not an anti corporate person myself, but corporate naming of arenas and stadiums drives me fucking crazy. It's all about the money. Well, I understand <laughs> that. I, but, right. You know what? But half of the goddamn companies that sponsor arenas go out of business. So it's like it's like money poorly spent.
1: Well, look, we've just, got Marvel Stadium here. And they just are constantly getting changed too. Like the 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 MTS Center in Winnipeg is now the canada life center or some
3: yeah i hate that I, I hate that i always think of it as the air canada center dude oh there we go win trust arena thank you Comic king so is that is that chris winland's bank uh, it
1: must be uh, um okay sir jam go also ahead. with a good comment here uh i think it's just his body talking about jeff hardy i think it's just his body failing him i had over a 40 inch vertical that's pretty impressive sir jam uh things that were easy now when i jump things are super tough yeah well he's we a, he's a big
3: boy if you see Sir Jam dude the guy is huge he makes Chambers look small I kid you not
1: he's huge cool <laughs> um you know well, a te- a, a
2: will... 40 is actually super easy barely an inconvenience
1: barely an inconvenience <laughs> um yeah no, I can't do a forty-inch vertical. I'm I'm pretty sure that if you added the vertical of both me and Jeff, it wouldn't it wouldn't be forty <laughs> inches. So,
2: I mean, it depends what chair I'm climbing onto. Oh. That's
1: true. I'd love to
2: see
3: Jeff jump actually.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, only Daddy Mac makes me jump. I can almost jump, dunk. Jump, I used to be. Jump. Yeah, true. <laughs> Jeff will make you jump, jump. Anyway, I almost could touch the the rim these days. Right, I used to be able to do that. Not full dunk. But now I can just touch the backboard, man. Listen, there I'm is a Chris old.
2: that can make me jump, but it's crisscrossed, <laughs> and he's, he's Salen. They. He uh, rides they. like the wind.
1: They. When and he get caught between
2: the New York City.
1: They and I don't. I don't mean. I, I don't mean in like a trans sense. It's two of them, <laughs> crisscross.
2: No, but well, there's know, one of them now. Talking one Chris Cross <laughs> I'm talking about
1: Christopher Cross.
2: Who uh. takes me away. And the oh, thing, God,
3: Arthur, God
2: when you get caught between the moon and New York City. <clears throat>
1: we just need to do like Jeff does karaoke night one of these and days. Run. Oh, uh,
3: the wind. That would be
1: golden. Anyway, <laughs> next up here, there's a concession stand brawl because. Again. Why, Jeff? Why was there a fucking concession stand brawl?
2: You know what, at least they started right by a concession stand, and the ref yelled,
1: it's a concession stand, bro.
2: <laughs> Why? I don't know. This whole thing, I was really hoping that the the, the match with Karen Jarrett, that, that would at least end it when the face is won. But no, they, like AEW, they always have to have at least one more match, uh, and, and that probably won't do it. They'll probably have to stick something on Forbidden Door too. But because AEW exactly right. And the benny hill music you can just keep it going the whole time unless you You want to go (laughs) you can pretty much leave
1: it until the next hour of the show
2: yeah Yeah, this show this this was this was horrendous this was i mean i mean at least this was wrestle crap and it was supposed to be wrestle crap but it was very crappy wrestle crap
1: yeah um Anyway, these guys get into it in the backstage. They're throwing food at each other. Uh, Jeff Jarrett gets wienered at one point. It's it's really great. Um, Karen Jarrett gets involved. She had a mask on. This is why I say don't trust anyone in 2023 wearing a mask. Never. Um, Anyway, she got involved. And then Sir Jam wanted to know who is the other chick with Karen. Uh, I, I am sure that she is some kind of indie star that they happen to sign to do this. Um, But I'm just going to rely on that this was just a very nice lady who works the hot dog stand and has a crush on Mark Briscoe so that Mark Briscoe can have can have nice things. Um,
2: I mean, if there was ever a place to put Harley Cameron, wouldn't this be it? But the first thing they said, hey, is that Karen Jarrett? The first time it was Sanjay Dutt. The commentators got Sanjay Dutt confused with Karen
1: Jarrett. How does that happen? Yeah, because Karen Jarrett is both taller and bustier than <laughs> bustier, literally, <laughs> than Sanjay Dutt. Um, anyway, they finally do make it to the ring. Um, literally, everyone who has ever worked for AEW ever winds up involved before Mark Briscoe wins with a roll-up. I am not going to attempt to tell you all of the people who came out here. I mean, the Lucha Brothers were there, and the. Uh, the, everybody uh, from Jeff Jarrett's group was there. Mark Briscoe's dad was there. I think I saw Jeff show up. I don't know.
2: Christopher <laughs> Daniels was there. Uh, the, the the best friends were there because they couldn't possibly be with Orange Cassidy because you know he's with his his, his cool Japanese friends. Um, yeah, this 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 was horrendous. And they all they all uh, ganged up on Sotnem. Sing poor Sotman
1: and then, and then so the ending to this, too. So, Mark Briscoe gets a roll up win, by the way, a roll up win against Jeff Jarrett because he couldn't just hit him with a finish or anything. He had to get a surprise roll up against Jeff Jarrett. And then, everyone who's ever worked for AEW rushes the ring and they, they pull up Mark Briscoe on their shoulders, a la Bret Hart, WrestleMania 10. <laughs> what in the fuck was this, Jimmy? Help me understand, what the fuck was going on here?
3: I have no fucking idea. Why was this even a thing? First of all, why did this? When did they announce this crap? Like never, right? Now clearly, no, they didn't even do that. I mean, speaking of rampage, they had a hundred percent freaking uh, uptake. They announced
2: it during collision when Jeff Jarrett aired aired the wrong promo. He, he, he said, if I don't win, I leave AEW, and they aired the wrong promo. That He, he cut numerous he promos, and they put the wrong win on TV. Um, but, I mean, this match, for all of the shit that was going on, it should have at least ended with someone putting, like, Rolling a concession stamp on top of him, and that being the pin, and he's got popcorn over him. Why win with the roll up? I mean, if you're gonna have this kind of shit schlock match, why have it?
1: I don't understand anything. Or just choke him out with one of those, like, you know, those, like, uh, you know, where they have like the sausages all together and it's like a big rope of sausages. Choke him out with the sausage rope. Like when the chicken hawk eats
2: the eats a foghorn leghorn and he's only like sausage length.
1: I mean, why didn't they? Someone like take
2: one of those acclaimed like foam fingers with a finger and poke him in the eye with that. I mean, <laughs> that would have at least.
3: Been funny. <laughs> I could picture that actually. Can we just say that AEW is doing more damage? Both of his eyes. Sorry. No, no. But seriously, boys, and this is a dead set serious question. I'm going to ask both of you. Right now that we've got collision every Saturday night, so there seems to be an actual wrestling show, mm-hmm. right? Compared to this shit, is this not doing more damage to dynamite? every week now honestly jeff
2: i'm gonna say yes i mean this i mean this was like they saw collision and they saw that it was like critically acclaimed and the fans liked it and they're like we're gonna do the exact
3: opposite nah people are gonna tune out of dynamite soon no idea is too stupid and we're gonna do them all yeah it's ridiculous i was expecting so much more after coming off a hot collision but no we got this shit
1: you know what Joey it really Chris. honestly, you know what it really honestly kind of seemed like to me was it seemed like, you know, whoever it was, whoever it was that wasn't booking um on Saturday, like that guy's <laughs> just been like trying to hold back the tide of everything stupid, you know, on Wednesday nights. Whoever that guy is, I don't know who it is, but whoever it is has just been like, "No, no, no, to- Tony, listen, listen. You can you can listen. You can give Orange Cassidy the title, but" Don't do a concession stall, stall stand brawl for no fucking reason. Like, make sure that we build to it. We got to build to it. Like that—that's the guy. And then finally, Tony Khan was like, "You know what? You're starting to piss me off. I'm gonna give you Uh your own show, and you can just go and do whatever you want on Saturday, and leave me alone. And I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want on Wednesday night." That is what this felt like, especially after having seen Saturday. Saturday was so good, and this was so bad. You can't convince me the same guy booked these two. Ch-
3: no, ch- and, and I think we know that it wasn't TK that had his dirty mitts all over Collision. We know that for sure. But the problem here is, Chris, especially, don't you think, yeah, oh, I think it was Dana Brooke bad, dude. <laughs> Honestly. It was
2: Dana Brooke bad. It was different kinds of bad, but it was it was equally bad. It might be, it might be worse because this, this was purposeful.
3: <laughs> no, yeah. but really, really, don't you think TK would get jealous seeing how good Collision was frigging booked? Yeah, and so they did to do all this the cocaine
2: shit. with everybody else, and they did all the cocaine. And they're like, these are all the greatest
3: ideas ever. Jesus Christ. I, I, and, and I can't stand this show. I'm already looking forward to Saturday Night. Can you night? imagine no if shit. it was
2: BJ Whitmer, who was the voice of reason? And now that he's gone, it's like Jimmy Jacobs is like, great cocaine, boss. Terrific ideas. <laughs>
3: <It's>
2: like, yeah. <laughs> That's well, great. At least, can I paint your fingernails?
1: At least we know why he signed Jeff Hardy.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, oh, wow.
2: he bookied, the head booker. Yeah, literally,
3: they had Booker. If you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: Delete.
3: Nothing gets deleted. <laughs>
1: Snorted. <it. laughs> no. <laughs> Snort All right, it, whatever. The BCC are backstage. Uh, oh, they get. They want to get.
2: Hold on. The, I just realized this. I'm sorry, but the only thing that actually didn't make it to the show is Ethan Page and Brother Zay from Matt Hardy's foundation. The people that contracts uh-huh. he controls. The only two people that didn't make it into the schmaz fest are the people whose contracts he he controls.
1: sir james funny we're gonna go back to (laughs) jeff we're gonna go back to this now okay because
3: (laughs) i understand that Uh, so fucking different from saturday to wednesday it's just night and day it's ridiculous
1: yep um all right the bcc are backstage they want to get people excited for the forbidden door um it's just going to be a bunch of matches anyway the bcc uh, they wanna they wanna challenge the elite to a five on five match, except that there's there's only four members of the elite, and one of them already has a match. We'll, I wonder we'll who's gonna that.
3: fucking jump into that one, right? I mean,
1: we'll get into that later. Video package hyping collision from last week, and yep, that was pretty much the best part of the show. Was a thirty second video saying if you didn't watch collision, it was really good. It was good. Yep. It was great. It was, and everything else it was actually was the
3: best show in all of Chris Russia. Jericho
1: comes to the ring with Sammy. It totally was. I think we're having a little bit of lag, and I apologize. Um, anyway, Chris Jericho comes to the ring with Sammy guevara and then uh, Toyota Suzuki comes out to join them. Uh, did we know the old man was going to be part of this match?
2: Not me. Yeah, I, I somewhere in the back of my mind, they did. Have you noticed that it's been three and a half years of Jericho and Sammy Guevara together, and they don't have a bit of chemistry?
1: Not even a little bit. Kind of like Sammy and his last girlfriend. Ha <laughs> ha. um. You
3: gotta, you got gotta help me there, Chris. <laughs> or you gotta set yourself up to do this. Oh, so that oh. was low. <laughs> so when you do that, and you want to butumch, just go to the comedy punchline bit there on the right.
1: <laughs> All right. Cool. See, Jimmy's Jimmy's actively teaching me how to use screen art <laughs> while we're recording. <laughs> you didn't know, motherfuckers. This is this is really like yeah. an AEW show because somebody's <laughs> actively teaching somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing while you're listening. Uh, come on, you're a quick uh, learner,
3: dude. Uh, I'm being serious now. But anyway,
1: anyway, Jericho, Sammy, and Toyota Suzuki are taking on the job squad of AR-15, Darius the Great, and some guy I don't know. Uh, the basic story here is that uh, Wait, Sammy you, is...
2: You don't know Action Andretti, the, the megastar, the big Jericho oh. in, in his initial match, and I think has uh, either lost every match or just been lost since?
3: <laughs> uh,
1: who? Number- he, uh, action
3: Figa? He was at, at some point.
1: Oh, Didn't he used okay. to drive cars or something?
3: Yes. Oh, yeah. Mario Andretti. That's the only Andretti on
1: right anyway there's a basic story (laughs) here in the match sammy is helping to cheat but he's unsure about doing it he doesn't feel great about it but he's still helping chris jericho's mad at him because he's not sure about it and uh corolla suzuki is out there looking angry and old just old and angry moves ensue they call it a match but it's not it's just a bunch of spots uh being done in in a row they end with their favorite spot in the world where jericho locks in the uh the walls of Jericho and Rav Four uh, locks in an ankle <laughs> lock on the outside.
3: Rav Four is that Honda? Are You alluding to a Honda?
1: I honestly was that Toyota. I'm, I'm just naming random <laughs> Japanese cars at this point. No,
3: it's Toyota actually, not not Honda. That's a CR4, I think.
1: A CRV. That's, what, that's what oh CRV. Called.
3: That's it. That's it. He said Sorry?
2: King Ghidorah. What? You said King Ghidorah.
1: You heard him. Jib uh, Jib uh, Spa. Is um, <laughs>
3: that a Rodan? I have no idea what you're saying, Jeff.
2: Is <laughs> said Kung Fu Karate? Didn't What's he want the fans you?
3: to sing along? Actually, you're
1: saying the same thing every single time.
3: Suzuki, that is.
1: Kamagoye, is that right? Yeah. It's
3: Kazanina Ray. Just saying, Ka- just quietly.
1: Gazuntite. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Renee <laughs> gets in the right, ring guys. and she and she brings up the 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 really incredible moment last week that everyone's been talking about on wrestling twitter when chris jericho and sting were in the ring across from each other for the first time ever and chris says it was monumental and but it's not nobody fucking cared at all at all nobody cared
3: actually it was cringe because you could tell suzuki was even trying to like rile up the fans if you know what i mean and uh it didn't go down too well
2: yeah this 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 seemed like it was in
3: in a swimming pool this was the they were crickets yeah that's sad very sad and cringe at the same time yeah Uh, it is what it is i'm sure canada will give a lot more respect though come this sunday
1: i i yeah probably um anyway jericho says sting only ever shows up where where the highest bidder is and he calls him he says You're not a Harlequin. You're a whore, which would have been a really good line if anyone who was under 50 knew what the fuck a Harlequin was, Chris. Anyway, um, Jericho wants Sting and Darby to find a partner so that they can face less Suzuki gods (laughs) at Forbidden Door.
3: Just shoot me now please
1: ding and darby show up and they say that jericho needs to relax uh they have a guy for sunday and they'll find out on collision
2: So oh, no. but first thing whispers in jericho's ear which is to imply that he's telling them who it's going to be and you think that jericho would freak out and then darby says and we'll tell you saturday it's like huh so what was that whisper was he saying i love you or was he saying <laughs> Scott Hall and Kev, I love you again. Remember we cut oh. that promo where we like thank love everyone you, that we ever work with, like love you years ago. <laughs> I, mean, what,
1: Jimmy, I don't know what's going on.
3: Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy do sorry, you remember? Please.
1: Do you remember after after Sting first showed up and that winter is coming episode? And I was I so fucking up. stoked. I remember I you told was you sorry. like. I remember, I remember, I remember we had this conversation, and you were like, "Yeah, but what are they gonna do with him? He's like sixty years old." And I was like, "Jimmy, you don't understand. He doesn't have to be a wrestler. He can literally just be like this Phantom of the Opera, Avenging Angel type character. You never hear from Sting. You never see Sting. And then every once in a while, there would be a bad guy heel faction that's like taking over, and you'll like see a you'll see a little shot of Sting up in the rafters. And then every once in a while, when there's a big group of guys like beating up a a face and there's like a reason why nobody else can come out Sting can come out with the bat and he can clear the ring and he can just be that he never has to be in a match he never has to say anything instead he loves Kevin he loves Scott he's (laughs) excited to be there and Chris Jericho needs to just chill out you know just chill man just fucking relax eh? Tony Tony Schiavone I fucking love you buddy (laughs) why the fuck did they completely fuck this up
3: i have um, no I know. idea
1: i have a theory oh. on the subject
2: what's the theory jeff jeff hardy switched sting's face paint with his own <laughs> ah mm-hmm. ah might you know Sting topic. should have been the gm and he should have like written like painted on the on his bat assistant gm that would have been funny
3: <laughs> jesus christ no but really chrissy's right i mean it's a disservice to sting man they could have done all sorts of shit with Sting, but instead, That's right. he's just a clown. I mean, we might as well go the Joker Sting again, but except he's not the Joker. He's literally just a clown. You know what I mean? And he could go, <laughs> <laughs> as he comes to the ring, that would be Sting, all right? I mean, fuck me. He stung us all yeah, after that. He's And he's not even like a doink the clown. He's not like an evil clown. <laughs> he's, he's like... The
2: clown that somebody gets for their four-year-old's birthday, but the clown <laughs> calls out sick and they get the replacement
3: clown. <laughs> oh, what about... No, nah, actually, that's too too hardcore. Remember that murderous clown back in the day? He was killing people. Pennywise? What? Was Arc? it Pennywise? Art the Clown? I can't remember his name, but... um, You, he mean, was, John was Wayne
1: Gacy. you mean John Wayne Gacy. Oh, yeah,
3: Wayne yeah, Gacy. That's it. That's exactly your spot on, actually. Chris, well done. That's, I know. That's good. I yeah. know.
0: It's you could have made do. him look like
3: that. Right. No, that's good. That's very good. But yeah, you could have done something like that. Don't, even don't ask no? any follow-ups.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, 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 but that's it's what I do. I drink water and I know things. Um, that, that's a good, that's a good one because it was Gacy. It
3: really was. Yeah, no, that's, that's that's spot on. Thank you, Chris. But yeah, they could have done all sorts of shit, but instead we get the Joyville. I don't know what you call this thing. <laughs> he shouldn't even it, be black and white.
1: It, it's just bad. He shouldn't have face paint.
3: This right, he a, shouldn't. This
1: isn't a character. This is Steve Borden. No. It's, it's Steve Boredom. Steve. Yeah. Th- that's it's what, just... honestly, that's what Tony Schiavone should be should be shouting. It's Steve! I <laughs>
3: Imagine that. It's Steve. <laughs> you know what? Can we call him Steve Boredom?
1: Uh, yes, we can.
3: Well, that's what he is right now, Steve Boredom. And I love oh, Sting. He's a legend, but come on, man.
2: So if he was going to do a serial killer gimmick, but he was <laughs> trans, he could be Lizzie Boredom.
3: Oh, oh, very nice. I right, bring it all together there. That's that's very nice. No- I like me like you. Me like you. I do drink water and no things. <laughs> well, that makes three of us. And I'll still fuck right. shit. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> all right. so next up here, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. There's some balls and a bracket thingy and they pick out a name <laughs> out of the ball bracket thingy and, and Tony Schiavone goes, "Woo!" Did I mention clowns? Then- and then that's it. What
2: right. the
1: fuck was this for, Jeff?
2: Okay, this is the Eliminator Tag Team Tournament, which I had thought was going to be actual tag teams facing each other to get a number one contendership spot. And apparently it is, but it's it's a randomizer to pick the teams, which this is news to me. Now, I don't mind that it's, you know, there was a sort of a clever little twist to it. And and this might have been the highlight of the show, at least, you know, thematically wise. But it this came out of nowhere for me. I, I didn't know what I was watching. It was like one of those bingo jumblers.
3: Y'all, can I just say the common king is truly the king? <laughs> Look at that comment. It felt like it was at the bottom of the sea in the submarine. <laughs> you got it. I you didn't just already, say that. Jimmy. Oh, did you? I didn't notice. Damn it. Sorry, bro. Okay. I just saw it and I'm like, damn it. That's now, too now you just anyway. seem cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Why are they still them? alive? Or if they are alive? Have they I got them know. yet?
1: Nobody knows. That's-
3: God <laughs> damn it.
1: Those people oh, well. are definitely dead. I'm calling it that. <laughs> um
3: Well, I don't want to laugh, but you're probably right.
1: No, I'm not happy about it. I'm just saying no. those people are definitely dead. You're you're trapped in a fucking tiny little bubble at the bottom of the ocean and nobody has any idea where the fuck you are. You are dead.
2: Yeah.
3: That's they're,
2: sad though, man. are basically looking for a Volkswagen Beetle in in, in the in like the the, si- the size of Connecticut. In Rhode so Island. Three, like what? two and a half miles, you know, cubic volume.
3: Oh <laughs> That's well on that um, you know. yeah, no. song. You're dead. Uh,
2: so yeah, All right. um so yay, death. So uh, so what <laughs> speaking of death, what's next on AW?
1: Next on AEW. Um, the Elite are in various forms of clothing. Some of them are shirtless, and some of them have jackets on, and some of them are only wearing T-shirts. They're accepting the match for Forbidden Door, but not Kenny, even though he's in the shot. They have a new friend in Fat Eddie. Fat Eddie shows up. He says, I'm not your friend. I don't even like you guys. Fuck you guys. Um, but also, um, with... So the elite plus Fat Eddie minus Kenny is still only six. So he's going to pick a fifth man for the team even though he doesn't like them and fuck them and fuck those guys and they suck.
2: Right. Um, I'm a little bit confused, okay? Because the BCC is Moxley, Claudio, Daniel, Brian, or Brian Daniel, who's going to be facing Okada, so he's not in it, and Yuta. Now, I understand that Takeshita is sort of BCC-adjacent. He's number four. But who is their fifth? Don? Don's the fifth. Okay, that sounds terrific. Um, okay. And then on the other side, we have the Bucks and Adam Page and now Eddie Kingston and a surprise, which, by the way, there's not a lot of surprise. They, they let us know at the end of the show. I won't say it now. I'm going to let the lead uh, break it. Um will get there. But of all the suspects, I mean, first of all, the whole world wanted it to be Kota Ibushi, uh, which it wasn't. I don't even know who he is very much, and that's who I want to be. Then you see Kingston, so you're like, well, Ortiz is someone who he doesn't trust lately, but at least it's his brother. Or didn't Santana get injured like a year and a half ago? By the BCC in a match like this, so wouldn't it be cool if he brought back Santana? Who maybe? Yeah, is Santana's, defending his, yeah, Santana's
1: defending his. Yeah, uh, but Santana's Santana's defending his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against Jungle Boy.
3: Right, I was just about to bring that up. Sonata, um, for fuck's sake!
1: What are you talking about? Why are you, Jesus? That's a Hyundai. Really? <laughs> it's a
3: car, and it's also <laughs> my uh, my allergy. Actually, that matter. is a car, Sonata. Yeah, I know.
2: Um, it actually is. <laughs> it really
3: is. Right.
2: <laughs> Right, and then the uh, who, Takia. Who, who's the who's the who's the other dude? Oh, the and then the last person we saw Kingston in maybe a feud with that was you know that was before he left AEW went to Ring of Honor that was sort of trying to turn them, but he was suspicious of that could be interesting. Malachi Black. Could it have been any of those guys? Well, stay tuned to the skirmish to find out.
1: Yeah, stay tuned, um, because you will find out. Um, Chicago is ready for story time Adam Cole comes out He gives the devil his due MJF gave him a hell of a match That's true, it was a good match Um, We had a really great match at the start of last week's show And then nothing else So it was basically like they were previewing Collision for the first half hour last week And then they just got back to Dynamite Um, Anyway Can we have more of that? Nope, we're waiting for Saturday Okay. Cole wants a rematch, MJF comes out MJF gets great heat from the crowd because he's good at this job. He says he's really worried about Cole. He's had a lot of brain injuries. That's true. Um, He lost track of time last week. That was funny. Great line. Good
2: line.
1: Um, Cole says again that he wants his rematch. And uh, Tony says that he has an announcement. And both Cole and Maxwell say, shut up, Shivani, at the exact same time, which was actually pretty funny. I like that. It wasn't bad um anyway cole and mjf are going to be a tag team in this weird tournament thing that i completely missed being a thing but jeff apparently knew about Um, i only
2: figured it out this night i knew that there was the eliminator tournament coming but i thought it was just like a
1: tournament so cool so maybe mjf and cole can become the the aew tag team champions that would be cool that'd be tight can they coexist Oh, no, that's such a good angle to run, Jeff. Can they coexist? Anyway, Taco Sushi shows up on the uh, Titantron thing. He says something about how he likes MJF's ace. Uh,
2: Jimmy, can you tell us exactly what he said? Because I couldn't understand anything that he said. and I'm not trying to be funny about it.
3: I've been waiting just to jump in, but uh, I'm going to say this. I don't do this on the air but I am for the first time right now.
1: Goddamn lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfectly reasonable. I also would have accepted a shot of Jack Daniels at this point. <laughs>
3: because you need to be high as fuck watching this shit. Okay. I have no fucking idea what the hell's going on. With you this mean dynamite, not the skirmish,
2: right? no no dynamite
3: dynamite just to make things clear because
2: this shit is the skirmish
3: (laughs) yes this is the skirmish this is the show but uh dynamite i have no idea what's going on i don't have a clue what he said i don't speak that sort of japanese um i don't even speak tk but all i know is i you got to be high as fuck to watch this shit man okay so you don't know what taco belly said either i have no idea
1: All right. Anyway, um, yeah, the taco guy, he said something about how much he likes MJF's ace. I don't know. Um, Cole then goads MJF into accepting the match. He goes, wait, Cole, you're not not going to accept the match? Is it it because you're scared, MJF? Is it because you're scared? (laughs) And then MJF is apparently the dumbest man on earth because he went, okay, fine. I will wrestle him right
2: and he got snookered two t- two weeks in a row just because the crowd chanted coward so he went from being the smartest guy to being the stupidest guy which, which in fairness he's done this before gone from being the smartest guy in the room to the stupidest in in no time flat
3: this show man anyway this show. I, can't, yeah. I can't i can't seriously if it's going to continue to be shits and giggles this show i mean that's what they should call it wednesday night shits and giggles because um, that's Where, all it is. It's where's the music? <laughs> True, we should be. I think it's Benny Hill is back all over again. Well, that's a bit loud, but yes, this is a joke. Can someone tell me why I should take this show fucking seriously every week? No. And like you this would not.
2: have been a good time for him to say, "I'm not going to do it." And this would be a time for Tony Khan, either directly or through his his voice, the other Tony, to say that. Either you do it, and I'm going to suspend you and strip you of the, the triple B, and and then MJF doesn't throws a tantrum, but instead they've got to make him look like a dummy.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Just completely outsmarted.
3: And I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm worried at the fact that we're having Jericho on Collision this week. I'm not going to lie, I, I I'm worried. But this I'm was, a this, little was like, this was like some Daffy Duck like falling or something like. <laughs> Wabbit actually, season, actually,
2: duck, season, actually, wabbit
3: season know, duck season, duck season, duck season. I'm glad you brought that up because forget Benny Hill. You know what this shit really is, guys? Three Stooges? Yeah. I
0: mean, it's,
2: it's <laughs> Spot true, on, True, but, but it was short about <laughs> 37 goofy dogs.
3: That's true, but it's a bunch of goofs doing a wrestling parody.
2: That's what you need a whole needs. short bus full of goofy dogs for the to represent this. Speaking of goofy man.
1: fucks, Orange Cassidy and brain damaged Shitake versus Zach Osprey Jr. and the Wish version of Alex Wright. Oh, huh, that's weird. <laughs> um, okay, I, I kind of like right, Zach. Look style. What is I, doing. It. I, I got to be honest. I kind of like Zach's style. I really, really like the way that him and uh, Shitake. What the fuck is his name?
3: Shitake.
2: Um, Skinbada Shibata
1: Sh- Shibata, okay Him and Shibata started off this match magada. Did
3: Matata. I mention Shibata? Yes, is that too But Did I mention Shibata is an actual piece of bread? It's a type yeah. of bread, actually Well, there you go If you didn't know, now you know
1: Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's true tight um, once again we're getting all kinds of colds on the show here Absolutely, um, it's a fact honestly allergy. I like the way that they started this match off it was very jujitsu-esque um, <laughs> I like the style of Zack Sabre Jr. it's a it's a really good catch-is-catch-can style and um, honestly I thought can I get more of these fucking guys and less of the two guys who are actually on this company because every single time Orange Cassidy got a tag I was like oh. And every time and every single time Daniel Garcia got a tagger, I was like, uh, so
3: <laughs> you're lucky Cassidy wasn't there Isaiah Cassidy gone? uh after that.
1: Yeah. Well, I there's that Cassidy. too.
3: <laughs> this, I don't know. I, I, I understand if
2: people like technical wrestling, you you had three technical wrestlers there and Orange Cassidy pretending. First of all, <laughs> these, these are three relatively small wrestlers and they, they look
1: gigantic next to Orange Cassidy. Dude, That's Zach like looked like a monster when he was in the ring with Orange Cassidy, and I was yeah. like, "Dude, what the fuck is going on here?"
2: Let them sing. Um, this, but I, I didn't really understand what was happening here. I mean, the heels won, and then it's announced that this is a four-way where both the International and the New Japan World TV Championship are both on the line. Whoa, 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 whoa tv championship yeah like zack saber jr is the new japan uh tv champion oh yeah yes and he's the first tv champion but so like either one of them could become a double champion so i mean doesn't that mean that either that garcia or uh shibata has to get
3: pinned so that uh you know so that no titles get changed uh, I have no idea. Okay. I really have no idea. But the only double I like is a double quarter pounder. And and Shibata <laughs> is, he's the Ring of Honor Pure
2: Champion. So there's so he's so there's actually a <laughs> no. third
3: title in this, but it's not on the line to, to make can, things even more confusing. When did Shibata become the Ring of Honor Pure Champion? Just quietly, because I had no idea until like now. A, like a
2: month ago, and then he he. Uh, he beat the the he beat Lee Moriarty and then Daniel Garcia came out to uh, challenge him and I don't know if that's on Ring of Honor I don't know if it's gonna be on on a pay per view I you know but that I know that that's happening oh, that's okay. I'll yes. try to
3: do the same thing <laughs>
2: yes exactly M- mine too and I don't I don't like any of these guys but like but but this was at least a wrestling match
1: yeah I. It was fine, but it was very jarring. How at the end the two heels they, they grab the international championship. That makes sense because the faces are both on the side of the on the side of the ring, trying to figure out what's going on, right? And then, but then Shibata just gets up after getting finished. He walks over and grabs the title, So the three of them are holding the champion. Like they all, the, all three of them are holding on to the title, just like looking at the title. And then, and then Orange Cassidy came in and. He also put his hand on the championship, and it was like, "Why are all these guys just like hanging around, buddy, buddy, like, like staring at this belt that isn't theirs?" You know what? It, you know what it kind of reminded me of, guys?
3: Ouija. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> again, again, that wasn't me because I'm always the one that, that gets to blame. So just, just quietly. Yeah,
2: it looked like they were doing a Ouija board. I, I don't. I didn't know. What a we Ouija board. Like, like every segment that was that was trying to build tension just made me confused. Like the Jericho Darby's thing
3: thing. Maybe it's sexual confused. tension. Whatever kind. Of, maybe <laughs> I,
2: I don't know. I I, I don't, just I don't understand how there's a four way for <laughs> two belts, and and there's a third belt that's not even mentioned. I and just so that the people are clear, the hashtag no more belts. Like <laughs> really, really
1: hashtag no more belts. There's three fucking people who have belts involved in this goddamn match. And, and
2: Shibata can only do technical matches because he's missing part of his skull. Legit.
3: That's legit. Oh, the guy shouldn't even be in the ring.
1: That was my question. It, like, it doesn't make any kayfabe sense for anybody to have a technical wrestling match against this guy. Like, it, for me, in a kayfabe sense... If I'm if I'm having a wrestling match against Shibata, the first move I'm doing is a fucking brainbuster. Good night.
3: <laughs> Good night. Well, you know, he's lucky it's it's pure rules though, Chris. Hence why he's probably got the pure championship because that yeah, way they don't have match to do But this match wasn't
2: pure
1: rules,
3: right? That's true. That's yeah, true but and that's are
1: brainbusters you... against the law? Are are brainbusters and DDTs against the rules in pure wrestling matches?
2: No, and, and you can actually also, you could just punch him to the back of the head, and you just get a point that. You just get a warning because you get one free punch.
3: Right. K Fabe. I mean, seriously, if this was legit, that's what you'd do. You'd go it's straight for your freaking head.
2: I know the Ring of Honor. Pure rules. Yeah, you
3: do. That's true. And it's Sir sad. Jam, it's yes, it's, it's, it's that, it's that it's guy. Sad. Yes. And Modern Miracle, come on, Todd. No, More like Modern Stupidity. Player, yeah. Right. No other, prom- major, no other major promotion yeah, cleared
1: yeah. him to wrestle, including Japanese promotions. Facts. This is the only company stupid enough to clear him to wrestle. So, good for them. Well, they're inclusive. Um,
2: it's not stupid. It's inclusive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stoopclusive. Um, anyway, uh, Will Saber Junior is backstage complaining about <laughs> Canadians. <Saber> <laughs> he says that Canadians are too dangerous for him, which is, I mean, yeah. Can cannot
3: do that? You, you, Canadians you are too dangerous for me
1: honest, Honestly <laughs> Will you look like The kind of person who would get his ass kicked in a bar Like you you do uh, Honestly nope. I thought it
2: was Action Andretti at first <laughs> Every time I see Will Ospreay
3: I have to remind myself I'm like think, who is that Shut the fuck up Jeff That's how he talks you know what I mean Come on now Will Osprey is cool he's good trust me he'll be a banger
1: Oh, Many faces Kenny oh, oh, I'm, not, I'm not
3: watching this match because i'm not watching the show wow now look forbidden door will be good a great show i think i think oh, i won't know because i won't be seeing it <laughs> yeah.
1: i do not think it's going to be a great show it's going to be a bunch of really really interesting exhibition matches
3: well that's what it is fine but right that's, that's not a great show
1: yeah. to me a great show has to have an angle well
3: there's no angle here. I, I, I think Wrong there's
2: show. two interesting <laughs> exhibition matches and there's one that might be but probably won't. What's that? MJF Tanahashi could be, but it probably won't be. Okada Potentially Okada Brian, absolutely. will be a good And Osprey Omega. Of course, it's a, it's that's gonna be the the not the show stealer. That's that's most. it's not a
3: stealer if that's supposed to be the highlight. Well the their Wrestle Kingdom match was off the hook. I think this one will be no different.
2: Great, but the rest of the matches sound like crap to me. I mean, uh, I mean, at least there's fewer. Of you don't want but... to
1: see who who Sting and Darby have to face against the sex or the less Su- the Le Suzuki sex or the sex Suzuki's or whatever the fuck. Uh, the Bumblebee no. Guns, uh, not unless
3: it's Soraya. Oh, wow, where is she? Where is she, Chris?
1: I don't have it up. Um, oh, come on. Sounds so anyway, Callis shows up. Uh, since they're talking about dangerous Canadians, Don Callis shows up. He says, I, I agree with you. Canada's terrible. And honestly, Don, Canada thinks the same thing of you. We know, <laughs> like, you are our least favorite son. I, I guarantee you. Um, anyway, he offers to to, to give uh, Will Osprey uh, Don Callis' uh, security for the
3: night mm, cool
1: it's awesome yeah. super cool. cool
3: speaking of united uh, empire can i just say that i know everybody loves sky blue but boy does she get around i'm just saying
2: oh are you it. saying that she's no longer with uh with the martin boy and now Dude, she's with, uh, if, with if the-
3: i should be queuing up two packs i get around song right right now because that girl as as Good as her backside is, apparently. She left. She left the bottle of sriracha for the
2: bo- for the bottle of mayonnaise. Uh,
1: <laughs> who is she dating now?
2: Kyle Fletcher. Oh, right. The, the Kyle tall guy Fletcher. from Ozzy. Open, not the fat guy with knock knees from Ozzy. Open. The tall neck, guy.
3: Yeah. Matt Table oh, without, drag-
2: without muscles. Dragon Dundee. Right. That's him. Some-
3: right. Anyway, the point is, she's jumping a lot. Literally, like.
2: Well, I mean, this is
3: only jumping. one jump. Do you are do you know other jumps? Well, no, I don't. But I mean, that's a pretty quick jump. Why? Because his well, leg is right, broken. Right. Is that why? Get it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, mean, you one, it he, I mean, he can't do it anymore.
2: He looks like uh, Opie Cunningham from the Andy Griffith Show. I dump him too.
1: Look, guys, <laughs> this is exactly why you don't do this crazy indie shit, right? Because you you wind up with a broken leg, and then the hot girl leaves you.
2: Yeah, or an or Australian a guy who wrestles exactly the same way you do. Yeah.
3: And like Todd says, he'd put a shrimp on the barbie. I'm sure Kyle Fletcher would also put that shrimp on the barbie, just quietly. And, you and that... the what <laughs> in-track round would be saying right now. He's very <laughs> angry He's very angry at that Australian. Let's be honest. I mean, it's not like he's that great looking or anything like that. It's probably Ooh. just because, oh, I find your accent so hot. That's all it is.
2: She's not so great looking either. She's,
3: she's, I'm just she's, saying it's all I'm because saying. of his accent she's that he
1: bagged hard. her. Yeah, her face saying. is not great. But um, that's anyway. true too.
3: Her
2: face not that Larry. great. Like she's she's like rural Maryland community college
3: hot. <laughs> so you saying she's uh, basically like a skeezer?
1: No, he's saying that it depends <laughs> on. It. I, mean, I know he, what he's He's saying, he's saying that, that. that it depends on the slutty uh, hot. On, on, No, he's saying that it depends on the group that she's in. If she's in a group of supermodels, she's definitely not pretty. But if you put her at some community college in the middle of a class on ethnic (laughs) social studies or whatever the fuck, then you might go, oh, she's kind of pretty. Yeah, she's MVA hot.
2: Motor Vehicle Administration.
1: Right. She's WNBA hot. I mean, absolutely. I'm NBA hot. hot. Let's be real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're top notch. Yeah, I'm 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 like in the top ten of pretty girls in the WNBA because that's mm-hmm. well, that's that's the yeah. girls who play for the WNBA. Anyway, Tony Storm cuts a promo about Willow. Says she's a common person. Willow says that she's she's she likes Tony Storm as a wrestler, but not as a person. So that's a thing Tony that's happening Storm,
2: on Sunday. Yeah, when did Tony Storm get fancy? wasn't Isn't she like from like working
3: class London? Area. Stop or, it! Stop oh, it. Australia! Isn't she from Stop working it. class Australia area? No, actually, she's not because she's from the Gold Coast. Actually, oh, so she, so she is a rich girl. Uh, well, yeah, you got to be pretty loaded to. If she lived where I think she lived, I mean, if she lived by the beach where it's all sky rises and shit, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to be pretty loaded. All right. But okay. um, she was technically born in Auckland, New Zealand, though, but moved to Australia when uh, she was young, like three years old or some shit. Chris is a supermodel compared to the... <laughs> he said it.
1: We're just going to leave that up for the rest of the show now. I don't care. I want my flowers. <laughs> oh, God, it. That,
3: leave it right there. That's it. Just It's going to stay there now. Yeah, <laughs> That's, right. um, He's a comic king for a reason, man.
1: <laughs> did, did Willow in a
3: promo say that she doesn't
2: like her character? But like... Yeah. But, like as but like not like her moral character, like it seemed like she didn't like her char- like her wrestling character choice,
1: right. It was like, what are you doing? Yeah, that is not the right way to use that word, not in professional wrestling. You can say, listen, you you don't have enough character. You can say that to someone, right, and it's and it'll actually make sense, but I don't I like Tony Storm, but I don't like her character. is like what? yeah, what?
3: I, mean, I mean, need to have another bong
2: right everything now. Everything gets resolved by violence <laughs> in this sport. What, what, what are you talking about? But I will say this. For a wrestling promo, these uh, ladies I'm both sorry. I'm sorry. Just
1: stop. 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 This needs to be appreciated. Todd Brantley with the comment of the century. I don't like – does anything beat this? Todd Brantley says, my sister is lesbian, and she doesn't even watch the, NBA, the WNBA. That's how sad.
3: Well, I'm embarrassed, so, Todd. Not
1: as a white man, ooh. but as a wrestling fan.
3: You <laughs> just took his comment from kind of, of course I did. Jokes. That's what I do. I steal <laughs> other people's shit.
2: Yeah. Um, so yeah, so both these women enunciated very well. They 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 both had very fine diction. And I think it's sort of a cheap thing to put on Forbidden Door 2, the New Japan strong women's championship on the line um i'm is the aw women's title on the line as well
3: i have no idea no idea okay but Sir jam says it's guys that couldn't make it in a man's sport wow (laughs) is it too late for me (laughs) oh man this show is just getting more crazier as we go on i mean honestly when you think about it right it just this show is bananas i i i don't know what to say anymore it's banana jimmy i oh sorry that's right it's banana. <laughs> ba-
2: bananas ba-
3: memory, baby, banana. <designation> yeah, yeah that's how it goes all right <laughs> taya valkyrie takes
1: on not rhea ripley for the tbs championship um, <laughs> You're listening um, Graham?
2: this is for you bud what
1: yeah um Taya shows too much aggression to start the match. Statlander ca- is capable of avoiding everything because Taya is just too angry. And then literally after the first 30 seconds, I could not find a story in this match whatsoever. I Like, I look for stories in matches. I even said that there was a story in the fucking six man with le sex Suzuki's or whatever the fuck. <laughs> uh, there was nothing in this match other than just here's a move. Oh, here's a move here's a move, I'm going to stand up now, here's a move. There's no story whatsoever. And the fucking fucking (laughs) commentary, the fucking commentary even point out, oh, her knees are bad, her knees are real bad, she's got bad knees, and then Taya spent exactly zero seconds of this match focusing on the knees.
2: Okay. A, Chris Stadlander broke both of her knees, and she did that ridiculous moonsault out of the ring, landed badly, only and barely grazed Taya. Probably could have broken her ACL again. But you're missing the subtle story in this match was which of them could miss moves more more missed moves in succession. And I'm pretty sure it was a tie with all of them. All of their moves missed.
1: Yeah. No, I mean Statlander at one point, she doesn't she can't even run the fucking ropes. At one point she went to go take a run into the rope and she skipped and missed the rope mm-hmm. like how <laughs> how the fuck do you do that <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it was rather impressively clumsy and to, they, they both did like a, a head kick at the same time Chris Statlanders didn't come within four inches of Taya. So at least Taya sort of looked like a hit, but there were so many moves here that they were... Un- the most impactful move was when Chris Statlander ran into a face slap by front by Taya.
3: I'm telling you now, if we keep getting this shit, I'm going to write Help Me backwards on my forehead next week. Remember
2: when Taya was the game changer Literally. and was really going to solidify that women's division, and now they were going to have like good heels and faces, and, and and you know, they're going to have a game changer.
3: division. Right. She's starting to look like a friggin' barbecue, man. Right.
2: She, she job twice to Jade. who Nobody's mentioning anymore, practically. Um, and now she lost to Chris Statlander.
3: Well, Todd Brantley brings up an interesting point. He says, I hated this, and why didn't Tyler turn heel? I thought she was she heel did. last week, bro. No, right,
1: she did. Yeah. They didn't do anything for her to turn heel, Todd. But, you know, last no week she came out, and she was, like, playing at the crowd and, like, scowling at people, so... Clearly a heel, Todd. You're just not paying close enough attention. Yes, you didn't Todd, watch Todd.
2: Rampage, Todd. Todd. Todd, she was wearing all black and a black long leather coat and skinny black dark sunglasses. Clearly a heel.
3: Clearly, Jeez. clearly. Come on, Todd. What God damn it. it! First of all, she's getting fatter by the week, and it's I'm not sorry, the I Matrix
2: where those are the heroes. Well, I said it weeks ago, so just jump on, just just jump right on my back.
3: Uh-huh. I like Taylor Valkyrie, but no shit. Oh, She's getting fat. let me fat. get
1: off of there. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: She's really getting fat, man, every week. I don't understand it either because her man looks like a million bucks compared to her. I'm just saying.
2: Which one of them would you fuck right now?
3: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me on the spot, Jeff. Not All right. right because uh, what do you, you mean? Don't
1: put you on the spot. It's the choice between a man and a woman. What do you mean? Don't put you on the spot.
2: <laughs> That's how you cross-examine people. I don't you fuck me. Mean, evidence, but at this folks.
3: point, <laughs> at this point, I'll probably go for Morrison. There it is,
2: and there we are, folks.
3: Oh shit, man! I'm just saying. Like, come on, No. Nah. nah. Look, i definitely... the definitely of our group.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: the golden age oh, this is the golden age of the skirmish man. oh, oh right. well that's what the anyway, shade does match, I'm talking about. St- Statlander
1: wins the exchange of moves I'm not even going to call this a wrestling match this was, just, <laughs> this was just this was Excalibur runs down literally everything that's ever going to happen in professional wrestling for the rest of time mm-hmm. uh, and he does that in about 30 seconds yep. Eddie Kingston comes to the ring looking like If Bam Bam Bigelow lost all of his muscles.
3: um, Eddie
1: got 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 fatter. Yeah, Yeah. he got real fatter. Um, Moxley comes down to the ring and they have a yelling session that doesn't make any sense. And no one has any idea where they're going with this because nothing that they say has any connective tissue. They're just two aggressive street guys being like... <laughs> they might as well be speaking Japanese. Well, I, w-
2: I want to play a little game. I want to. I want to. I want everyone to guess what the promo was supposed to be saying. Like, what was it that John say? It. Wasn't saying that he wouldn't say, say it. Say it. Yes. Say it. Jeff Say it. Say it. Say it. Well, say it. I- I'm thinking that Moxley was going to say, "Every time I start to get successful, you get jealous." And and get you know, that I thought that's what he was supposed to be saying. Every time I get a little bit of success, you get jealous and you end up on the other side
1: of the fight. Every every time every time I think I've gotten away from you, Eddie, you just show up back in my life and like you just you think that you can just come back into my life like this and just and just take over when I've got other things going on. I have somebody. I have somebody, Eddie.
3: God. fucking get a room guys seriously somebody posted oh God, i i it's
2: pretty uh, a pretty prominent twitter handle um but he, he goes i think that moxley and kingston need to fight or fuck probably both
3: <laughs> in a blood sort of like you know real uh you know fetish type of way sort of thing well the dark yep.
1: orders always Jimmy's on.
3: great <laughs> That's well, yeah. John
2: Moxley Moxley oh, yeah, I last have a confession to make that that Evil Uno this week said that he supports, you know, L B G two. And I said, Well of course you do. Who 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 would think that a guy with the BDSM gimmick would would, su- would support, you know, you know, all everything.
3: <laughs> what do you have, to, have to bring up Bret Michaels for, God damn it, Jam? Every if rose has rose its, own. Has its own. <laughs> I liked Poison back in the day. It's like they weren't gay.
2: Sings of sad, sad. No, there were entire dating shows devoted to <laughs> Brett Michaels. I
1: used like, to watch it. Right.
3: <laughs> that was a great show, actually.
1: Anyway, the fifth man in the fight with the elite and the whatever is going to be a really short, fat Japanese dude. I forgot his name.
3: Ishii. Uh, is that like an oi no see it's Anowahi. that's how uh-huh. you say not an away whatever the fuck you say so what
2: so how's that
3: different than e because is that's that like how you Shire-E? say it no it's got a double i at the end so it's like oh, okay
1: so danielson calls out okada <laughs> he says if he doesn't come out then danielson is gonna stomp she she she's face in <laughs> so okada comes down to save she 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 and there's a face-off to end the show. Yuta jumps Okada from behind. Danielson hits the knee on Yuta, ducks a Rainmaker, and then Okada picks up Yuda and hits him with the Rainmaker. That's the end of the show. And she, she, she just, I guess, <laughs> was dead. Right. Or napping. Well, like he's, I- he's a really old, really fat Japanese guy, so he might have just been sleeping. Actually, he's not
3: that old, believe it or not, but he does look old right now. How does this build
2: him up? I have even come there and just get clobbered right away. And by he the honestly way,
1: looks like the guy who threw shoes at James Bond. I <laughs>
2: Professor <Toro> tanaka <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I will I don't say this: this. A
2: Professor for like that.
3: I've been up close and personal with Ishii, right? And he is very tiny, straight up. We- we like, bet you've been up and close. No, no, not that personal, personal awesome, but I've been right next to him. He's we, fucking small. I'm, him.
2: He looks like one of those old guys that, like, you know, you see, like, wheeling a dolly, like, out behind, like, a disgusting <laughs> alley, like, behind, like, a butcher shop or something. In, like, one of those John Wick movies that John Wick would pass him, and he's the guy that's, like, going with the dolly, going, yeah! Like
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, TV does not give him justice, man. Uh, he, he looks small on television, but he looks even smaller in person. It's he, it's he, crazy.
2: He felt like George Costanza's father. <laughs> he's I mean, gone like there, like Nick. He's, like, he's like the fat body like this. But <laughs> listen, I know that like <laughs> when he normally does the Rainmaker, it does look more like JBL's clothesline. But this one was pathetic. And I don't know if that's on Okada <laughs> or Yuda. but this this wasn't this wasn't even a stiff cloth. This wasn't even Jake Roberts short arm clothesline. This was terrible.
3: Yeah. Well, do you blame him? It was a terrible show. Why would you give him the real Rainmaker? It was just a lariat at this point. Well, because you were supposed to give the
2: Rainmaker. That was the whole thing was they beat up one of yours. You beat up one of theirs with your (sighs) finisher to impress people, to say, Okada really is one of the best in the world. Look at that clothesline. And it was a bad clothesline.
3: Look at this show, Jeff.
2: But Okada's the best in the world, Jimmy. You've been telling me. It doesn't matter. If I was was him, I'd be
3: like, if I was gonna be like, you don't deserve my remika. But he's booked by Gecko. <laughs> Gecko, it's Gato. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Gato. G e d o.
1: Oh, oh! I thought it was like part of the LGBTQ thing. The Gatos.
2: <laughs> Who was Japanese Gumby? <laughs>
3: oh, God. Actually, think, Ishi- uh... like
2: Japanese Gumby, except short. <laughs> Who's the blockhead's name? <laughs> Ishii can be all of them. The, the other E's. The other eyes like, oh, like no. like, oh. that follow him around. It doesn't even look like little minions of Ishii's that follow him around.
3: How dare <laughs> you, man. Come on, bro.
2: Listen, Sir Jam Saw, too. Listen, if you have a problem, take it up with him. Apparently, he's bigger than Seamus.
3: He's tall, actually. That's true.
2: the right, uh, Okada... problem with him is you called him out, and now he's gonna. Now he's gonna make you pay. Uh,
3: God, man, how can I cannot go past the sprinkler maker.
1: You we can't, can't go past that. We, so, we just can't. So yeah, that was the show, guys. Uh, this gets an F from me. If I could <laughs> give it an F minus, it would get an F minus.
3: This can was give it a Z
1: egregiously bad. <laughs> This whole show just made me want to stop being a wrestling fan. I don't know what else to say. All all I can say is, like, I'm I'm fully on board with Jeff's idea. Let's switch nights, and whoever's (laughs) booking Collision can be here. And Saturday night can just be for the weird fuckers over there with this stuff. (laughs) Because, man, this was bad. Like, so bad that, like, as a wrestling fan... Like as a wrestling fan who's already like kind of immune to being, you know, ashamed of myself because I'm a wrestling <laughs> fan, I was still ashamed of myself. Uh, so
3: yeah, F
2: ready. F yeah. minus. You ever see like a really really bad com- like the movie The End was a really really bad comedy with way too many people in it. This was the end of wrestling shows, and I wish it was the end of at least this wrestling show. I am with Chris. Since there's no grade lower than an F, I can't go lower than that. But if there was, believe me, if I could, if there was like a ninth level of Dante's Inferno hell F, that's the F I would give it. This was awful.
1: Yep, Jimmy.
3: <sighs> if if is it possible to give it a Z? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I mean, I know F F minus just doesn't give it justice. I mean, I'm going to give it a Z for, I don't know, Z, Z for just.
1: Okay, just, but we're going to give it a Z because we speak proper English. All right, the here
3: you go. I was doing I was doing the Americans a favor, but you're right. It's a Z, not a Z. Wow.
1: It is, Jeff. It's
3: true. I don't, don't know worry.
1: if Canadians use Z, Z or Z, Z, but
3: Z. Oh, do you? So, well, there you go. So, you know, majority beats minority here. So Listen, it's a Z for me. I was for me. a Japanese kaiju or a kaiju
2: with <laughs> the star with a Z that I could think of. And and I it's
3: it's mum, not mom. I,
2: just, I, I only got
3: as far as Zilla.
2: Why do you keep saying
1: <laughs> Jew on the show, Jeff? Stop it.
2: <laughs> it's 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 subliminal training. We're trying to do uh, conversions <laughs> by uh, by oh. uh, you know uh, immersion.
3: Oh
1: right. boy!
2: Subterfuge, subliminal immersion techniques, Jew. Oh, oh. Well, that
1: sounds like a Garden of Doom, Doom episode. Jeff, tell the people where they can find you,
2: Jew. Oh boy! In synagogue, yeah. um, you can find me <laughs> on, on Twitter at Iker, spell MD. and uh, uh, oftentimes here on the PWC, and oftentimes we even cross-pollinate with Hamim Media Group and Channel Attitude. Snack attack on Saturdays we do on page. We did the the, the wreckage for you know covering the collision show, which is awesome. And uh, Hammerlock Hangover you can find on the PWC as well. And Garden of Doom Garden Views you can find right here on the PWC and the Hammy Media Group and a few other places. Uh, And you already have an idea about what Garden of Doom is about. And if you don't, give it a try. And Garden Views too. So yeah. So there you go. That's where you can find me.
3: (laughs) The song finishing was perfect. On Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> it went right on the second Jeff stopped the song stopped that was actually quite perfect I time anyway <laughs> you can find me on the Gumby sh- no no you can find me right here on the PWC network as Jeff said I don't even know if I need to repeat it but I will say this for 5 bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling and I'm talking about channelattitude.com I was on the Next Level podcast this morning, as a matter of fact. Good job. Um, which, was, which was another thanks. Which was another laugh. I actually popped at the fact that Billy Ray Valentine was on. That was the first time I did a show with him. So shout out to Billy and Big Ray and, of course, The Vet. And um, also, like and subscribe to haminmediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows, including Jeff's
1: right on well you can find me right here on the PWC network obviously right here on the skirmish is sort of my home away from home it's sort of my little baby part of the part of the PWC you can also find me on HMG and channelattitude.com as Jeff suggested uh, mostly though I want to pull your attention to wreckage which, which is going to be something that we're running sat, uh, Sunday mornings after the Saturday show um, after collision we will find the wreckage right here right on the HMG uh, channel dot et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Chris Sam's one. You can go there and you can see everything that I had to say about pro wrestling politics, and whatever the fuck else I want to talk about. So for Jimmy, for Jeff, for a wonderful audience tonight, thank you guys. Thank you. Everybody who was a big part of the uh, chat, uh, Todd, Sir jam, um, Everybody else who was a part of it. Everybody else Chris who was Winland. around. Chris Winland, uh, Homeboy '88, who's now Homeboy '86 because he had a couple of good comments. Um, working your way back up there, Homeboy. Good for you. Um,
3: good for Jew. I've...
1: <laughs> Jew. Um, I've been Chris. I've been Christopher Rams. You've been a wonderful audience. Uh, thank you, Ole. Bye bye. Good night, Jew. Stay Hebrew.
3: <laughs> Stay Hebrew. We bid you a Jew. 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 A Jew.